This is Monday the 20th of December 2021 and uh, in our series Reflections on the Holy Quran this is broadcast number 286 and uh, in recent days we have been looking at the meanings of the words of chapter 2 verse 96 of the Holy Quran and this is part 8 of these broadcasts. If you can hear uh, church bells in the background, that is because um, our broadcasts are taking place from a building which is next door to a church and uh, they're practicing their bell ringing skills. Um, <clears throat> this evening. Just to remind you that uh, the, the Lahore Amdiya community which brings you these broadcasts, it is um, it was uh, created by Hazrat Mirza Ghulam Ahmad and uh, um, Afghadiya. And uh, he taught us that although people think that another prophet will come after the holy prophet Muhammad, this is not correct because the holy Quran says the holy prophet is the seal of the prophets and the holy prophet explained that by saying La Nabi Abadi, there is no prophet after. Now no prophet will come, whether it's an old prophet or a new prophet and uh, prophethood has completely ended. However, when there is a need, reformers called Mujaddideen will come and they will explain to Muslims how they have gone astray from the right path, from the path that the Holy Prophet Muhammad set us upon. And uh, <clears throat> God will guide them in this task. Now obviously when this happens then uh, uh, there will be a difference of opinion. And Hazrat Mirza Ghulam Ahmad pointed out that people hastily jump to the conclusion uh, conclusion that uh, people disagreeing with them are kafirs and heretics and out of the fall of Islam and so on. The Holy Prophet said that if one reciter of the Kalima says to another reciter of the Kalima, you are not a Muslim, it is the person making that statement who has gone closer to heresy 
It is the person making the statement who's gone closer to heresy. And Hazrat Mirza Ghulam Ahmad also told us that although Muslims believe that uh, <clears throat> some prophetic revelation has been missed out from the Holy Quran, this is untrue. People believe that uh, Ayar Rajam, Surah Balayat, etc., are uh, uh, not a part of the Holy Quran anymore. They were missed out. But this is completely wrong. pointed out that the Holy Quran says that God has revealed it and He will guard it. So nothing can be missed. Similarly, people say that verses of the Holy Quran have been abrogated. Rishavaliullah says that people say that more than 500 verses of the, of the Holy Quran are abrogated. But this is wrong. No verse of the Holy Quran. Rishavaliullah said that he has investigated and only seven verses of the Holy Quran are abrogated. But Hazrat Mirza Ghulam Ahmad Sahib pointed out that no verse of the Holy Quran was or is or ever shall be abrogated. And uh, another thing that uh, people think that uh, jihad means taking a sword or a gun and killing a non-Muslim if he doesn't uh, agree to recite the kalima. This is completely wrong. Jihad is a fundamental duty of every Muslim, but jihad as defined by the Holy Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And the Holy Prophet said on returning from fighting that Muslims are now returning from the minor jihad, jihad is sagir, to jihad e kabir, the major jihad. And then went on to explain that the major jihad is jihad bin nafs, a struggle against your against the desires of, of your own self. Greed and pride and jealousy and enmity and you know the list is a long one and both of us, you and me, we know what that list is. So let us turn to <clears throat> uh, the verse of the Holy Quran we are going to talk about today which is, as I said, chapter 2, verse 96. A'udhu billahi minash rajim Bismillahirrahmanirrahim Allahu 
ভোলাহু বসির and you will certainly find them the greediest of men for life greedier even than those who set up gods besides allah one of them loves to be granted a life of a thousand years and his being granted a long life will in no way remove him further further off from the chastisement and allah seer of what they do uh, in the last broadcast we looked at the word azab and uh, an is a connector and then we have you ammar you ammar we looked at uh, in broadcast number 283 i think <clears throat> next word is walla and we were looked at that many times and then we have pafirum so we'll start with that and then yabalu <clears throat> so let's turn to my notes on the computer okay <clears throat> so uh, the root the triliteral root of uh, this word is ba fad and wa and it occurs in the holy quran 148 times in 10 different forms 51 times as basir and uh, 48 times as buffer and 29 times as abfara and then we have seven times as basirat and four times as mubfir uh, and then three times as basurat and Uh, three times as mubfirat and once as mustabfirin and once as tabfirat and once as yabfaru and this means uh, to see to watch to understand so it means all of these things so basaran means the uh, uh, faculty of sight so in that we know that we can't see without light and so on so uh, um, but it also means to uh, understand something because uh, the holy quran also refers to this falling people uh, who can't understand blind 
or death or being in the dark and so on. And uh, because Bafarun uh, means the light that makes you see people, uh, see things, um, then it also means uh, understanding. And because of that, you need knowledge to understand something. So knowledge is called the light which we use to see. And uh, so this word is also used. Basirat is a common word of Urdu, which refers to uh, your ability, a person's ability to understand something, his intelligence. This word is also uh, uh, used to denote uh, an argument in support of something. And because it means, uh, or it stands for seeing and sight and so on, it also means to witness. So, uh, you know, uh, if you see something, you are a witness to it, obviously. Um, so, uh, let's look at one or two places in the Holy Quran where it is uh, uh, used. What is our Zaghatil Abufar? Chapter 33, verse 10. And when the eyes were turned away. Kalam Khil Bafar, chapter 54, verse 50, blinking of an eye. So, in chapter 50, verse 22, the Holy Quran says, Fakashafna Anka Khilpaaka Fabafarukal Yawma Hadid. And then we lifted the curtain, we raised the curtain and you could see, you could see clearly. The uh, plural is Abfarun, plural of Bafarun. So the Holy Quran says, فَمَا أَغْنَا عَنْهُمْ and their ears burnt of any use or their eyes. Now this is worth remembering that when we are talking about seeing something with your eyes, then the word Bafirat is not used. This is seeing something through reasoning, through intellect, through knowledge, etc. For uh, seeing something with the eye, you have ab fartu. So that, that is because one, as I've explained, one means actually physically seeing something and the other one means actually understanding something. 
For example, the Holy Quran says in chapter 19, verse 42, Why do you worship those things which can neither hear nor see? And, you know, uh, we are uh, keen as Muslims to apply this uh, to idols and so on and uh, um, and say that, look, you know, this religion or that religion, they pray to these uh, idols that can't hear and can't see and so on. But then, you know, our... Uh, Praying to graves fall in, uh, falls in the same category. Because once someone passes away, they cannot hear or see. They're human beings, they, you know, just like us. So there's no point in going to some graves and, in the grave and asking that holy person buried there to grant you something. And uh, as I said, this is covered by this verse that... Uh, why do you worship things that can neither hear nor see? Then the Holy Quran says, Rabbana abfarna wa samiyakna. Chapter 32, verse 12. Our Lord, our Rabb, we have seen. Abfarna. And we have heard. And then we have... Uh, وَأَبْثِرْ فَفَوْفَ يُبْثِرُونَ Chapter 37, verse 179. Keep watching and they too will soon see the result. Now, here obviously, keep watching doesn't mean that you can't now move. You sit there for one day or one week or one year until we can see, or you can see what the result is, what it means is, wait. So keep watching here means, wait. And these people will soon see the result of whatever it is. So, as I keep on saying over and over again, it is important that we actually look at how the Holy Quran is using a word. Here it says, keep watching, but that does not mean that you're going to sit there and you're going to wait and you're not going to go and have lunch and work and uh, go to sleep and all this kind of thing, because the Holy Quran says, wait. The next word, as I said, is Yaqbalun, and its uh, triliteral root, Masdar as it's called, is Ayn, Meen, Lam. And Ayn, Meen, Lam occurs in the Holy Quran uh, 360 times in four forms, 276 times it occurs as Amila and 71 times as Amal and 
12 times as aamil and once as aamilat and that is doing something to do something your deeds your actions so uh, in different forms it means that um, so let us see uh, let me go to my notes on the computer and see so it stands for all deeds all the things all the actions uh but there has to be there there are a couple of conditions you must do it deliberately and um, you know uh, it can require skill uh, and and so on to do whatever it is uh, you are doing now when we talking about doing something and deeds and so on uh, god also did something if you remember he created the heavens and the earth now but interestingly the word amala is not used for that why because this word means that um, uh, the person doing whatever it was this task undertaking this this task he used energy and he became tired so the holy quran uses the word faala for allah creating something for allah doing something and awila for living things now uh, obviously Uh, it's easy to see uh, living things doing something deliberately with intent as the law says now the thing is this you see that uh, it's easy to see how uh, a human being would do this you know you get up and then you get out of bed because your intention is to get out of bed you know you washing you change and you have breakfast and you run for the bus now all these things are intentional they don't accidentally happen you don't accidentally fall out of bed you don't accidentally fall into your clothes and all this kind of thing uh but uh, um this also applies to animals if you take the example of the honey bee honey bee bees when they move their uh, you know, um, when they move from one place to uh, to another the bee hive that is not accidentally they send out scouts so that shows intention and scouts go out some go north some east some west some south and so on and they look for the best place etc then they come back and they report and all the honey bees have a kind of a meeting at which some of them get very excited because they're really convinced that you know uh, um all of them should be going in a particular direction and so on etc 
So all of this means that there is an intention of doing something. Now, interestingly, people who are experts in dictionaries and so on, they also say that it applies to all living things. But then plants and trees and vegetation, they're all living things according to the uh, uh, scientific or biological definition of what is a living thing. But I can't see, and I, can't, I haven't figured out how this will apply to them. So, <clears throat> others say, well, as long as it's done, even if it's not intentional, uh, you know, it, it, it's still uh, covered by that and so on. But some people say, no, intention has to be there. So, let us have a look. <clears throat> and see what the Holy Quran says. The Holy Quran, for example, says in chapter 2, verse 277, People who believed, people who believed, and they did, what did they do? Good deeds. Ma'amilu. The word we are discussing. What kind? Fali. In another place, chapter 10, verse 112, it says, And whoever does an amal, ya'mal, what kind? Which is? A good deed. Or alternatively, May Yahmal Yujizabi. Chapter 4, verse 123. That whoever does a bad deed, then he'll be repaid in the same way. Chapter 11. Verse uh, 46. Sali is good. Which is not good. The actions are not good. Amalun actions. Chapter 35, verse 10. And those who um, do bad deeds, then there is going to be punishment and strict punishment for them. Well, Amilina Aleha, chapter nine verse sixty, uh, chapter nine verse one hundred and sixty, which is an interesting use. Here it's used as Amilin, and these are the staff, the workers of uh, 
the department that is supposed to collect and dispense charity. So this is all for today and in fact we've come to the end of uh, discussing the meanings of the words of uh, chapter 2 verse 96. So tomorrow we'll move on inshallah to chapter uh, chapter 2 verse 97 and see what that says. So in the meantime with this prayer that whoever you are and wherever you may be may Allah keep all of you safe and sound and free from harm. Assalamu alaikum, khuda hafiz, goodbye.